believe we have powers. And I've been saying this since the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> and y'all laugh at me. See? That's the reaction we get. That's the reaction I get. But I honestly believe that to me it's proven by science that we have superhuman powers. Like I honestly think we can fly. I think we can throw fire out of our hands. <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? What the fuck is this, dude? I thought we were in the same boat with Dr. Sebi. You said fire out of our hands? Yeah. Fire out of our hands. No, no, because think about this. Think about about this. Hold on. Human torch. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 62. Is it 62? Yes, it is. Of the Pullout Podcast. My name is Philip. I'm here with Alejandro. Uh, and we are virtual. You know the vibes. Virtual, separate countries, different zip codes, different continents. Not really, but you get the point. Um, how are you doing? Doing good, how dude. Doing, I mean, uh, uh, found a $5,000 book yesterday, so... Uh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, dude. Well, uh, I'm sure pretty much, um, well, for whoever doesn't know, do you want to set up the story? Yeah, so I'm packing because I'm moving out of this warehouse. And uh, there were some books that we used for props. I don't know who bought them, uh, but they were here. And um, I mean, I I mean, I mean, can go grab it. Should I go grab it? Give me one second to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll go grab we'll it. it. Say some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Alejandro has like the the weirdest um i feel like alejandro has really good karma built up because he'll naturally be lucky like if we're at the casino or something like that he'll just win even though he loses like a whole bunch of money so maybe in the previous life well in this life he's kind of like you know um bottom of the barrel genetically and all that but you know so probably like the universe is rewarding him for that because <laughs> he would just be finding like all this crazy shit um for example, this fuck, fucking $5,000 copy of The Little Prince. So this is the like book. A, yeah. And um, so, I mean, I read it. Le Petit Prince. I mean, dude, I know French. The, that means The Little Prince. Like, I knew this. I'm like, oh, The Little Prince. I've heard of this before. Like, I've heard of this name before. Uh, so I was like, you know what? And it looks old. Like, it just looks old. And like the paper. I'm like, dude, this thing looks like it's kind of those books that you see in pawn shop stars or like shit like that and i'm like dude this has got to be worth something so yeah. i look it up and you know and it's like it says 400 dollars, and i'm like oh shit okay i mean it's better than nothing 400 bucks and then uh then i i'm like well i'm like what's the most expensive version of this like how much does that cost and then it said like 2000 and it said it has to be the french version which this is the french version and it has to be printed in 1943. And I'm like, oh, shit, let me look when this was printed. Um, so I skimmed through it. And then right there, dude, it says 1943. I don't know if probably can't. Oh, shit. Anyways, it says 1943. So I'm like, damn, dude, this is a $2,000 version. And then uh, it's the pages are pretty clean. I mean, I saw some. Some are cheaper, but it's because people drew on them. But there's no drawings, no markings inside this book so it's clear so that one's like pristine condition well outside it looks a little bit like on the sides a little bit rough but uh yeah i mean uh, and then there's a note inside this book that says let me read it so i this is what the note says inside the book it says jane i am so proud to 
Nice. Leave. Leave. Fucking Floyd Mayweather reading over No, no, here. I mean, this is cursive. It's in cursive, dude. It's in cursive. <laughs> it says, um, Jen, I am so proud to have an eldest daughter to whom I can give this French fairy tale. Daddy. Christmas 1953. So That's someone so crazy. got this for Christmas in 1953. That person's 70 years old. Jane, it's a girl. So, uh, when I messaged this to Phil, he had an idea. What was your idea, Phil? Yeah, I told him, I was like, dude, the story of potentially returning this book to whoever it was meant for would be amazing if it actually happened. Again, we don't even know if Jane is alive or anything. So this is a super far-fetched idea. But I think that I want to rally up like the internet, like make a TikTok and stuff like that. Just to build like the story, like the journey to give Jane back the Little Prince book. And I was like, dude, who gives a fuck about the money? Like the story is so good if we're able to give it back to her. Because uh, imagine like if she's seven years old, like probably her dad, you know, passed away, obviously, at this point. Um, and she reads that like the reaction she can have would be amazing. You know, just to get something back from your dad, you know, that... Probably, I don't know how long he, he must be passed away. So that would be such a special moment. Um, anyways, that's like the sentimental me. Like, I think like building this whole story in this series of like adventure, trying to, you know, track down Jane, um, if it does pan out, uh, would be uh, pretty amazing. And that would be like a little mini limited series, like pop vlogs or pop adventures. Um, yeah. And I mean, uh, maybe she thanks us with a three way. You know what I'm saying? So. You see how you just ruined a very heartwarming moment? What? Dude, just- <laughs> I mean, dude, she's on the 70s, bro. They were, they were crazy back then. Were, we don't know what she wants. We don't know what she wants to do with us. Oh, my God. Um, dude. Oh, my or, God. Or, or maybe there's a treasure map. Maybe it's a key to a treasure map. You know, you didn't let me finish. Or it could be a treasure map. Yeah. The Da Vinci Code That's- Part 3. <laughs> you know? Oh, that is so depressing. Imagine, like, all this heartwarming story at the end. It's like... Yeah, I mean, I just did all this for fucking three way, bro. So we go ahead and spread. Them. Yeah, you know, she'll be thankful. Pipe out a grandma. We're her um, new daddies. Uh, Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'll leave it here. Maybe we can make something of it. If not, I'll sell it and you know gamble yeah. it in poker and lose it all. So there's that story. So uh, yeah, so that story is more depressing. So I really hope like this first one percent chance that we find Jane plays out. Because that would be more amazing. What if it's Mary Jane, dude, from Spider-Man? Then we pipe her down. There you go. Which, by the way, dude, the Mary Jane in um, the first in the original Sp- fucking annoyed the shit out of me. Wait, dude. what? Oh, I thought you were going to say she was hotter. The hottest one. Uh, well, yeah, I think so. I think so as well. And again, I get a lot of hate for this because they're like, dude, what about Gwen from, um, you know, the incredible, the amazing Spider-Man? The... Um, Emma Emma Stone is her name? Yeah. I mean, no. She doesn't yeah. beat the other girl. Yeah. I, I like Kirsten Dunst. And by the way, Tobey Maguire, number one fucking Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Number one Spider-Man. Like, hands down. He plays a nerdiness way better. Like, the Andrew Garfield is too cool, dude. He He's not he's not meant to be cool at all. Uh, and, you know, um, what's it called? What's his face? Fucking British guy with no lips. You know his face. Uh, you just don't want to say it because you were je- secretly oh jealous God, of him. Oh my God, what is his name? Because he's what you wanted to be. And he's dating the people who <laughs> oh, you wanted to Oh, what's his fucking name, dude? It starts with a T. 
Uh, Tom? Right. Is, oh, what's his last name? Dude, the, I can't believe it. starts him. with the H. Oh, Tom Holland. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. Tom Holland, he's great, but he, I think the, dude, the direction of the movies and everything is, nah. Like, uh, so I think he's a good Spider-Man, but um, also, I don't know, like, I uh, I saw the one, I started watching one on the airplane, like, on the on the plane ride uh, from Austin over here to Costa Rica, and there was, um, the plot was just boring, all these jokes, and Marvel just goes back into, like, uh, everything has to be a fucking knee slap joke, looking at the camera, the office type yeah, moment. Yeah, so everybody's a comedian in this movie. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's supposed everyone's to be hilarious. fucking funny. I'm like, dude... Where is the plot here? Oh, dude, last night I went to see uh, Tar. Do you know uh, that movie? Or have you heard of it? No. Well, then there's no point in kind of going into it. But um, uh, kind of felt like, again, so the actor... What is it about? What the fuck? What do you mean there's no point? What is it about? Well, dude, because, I mean, I was... Um, well, yeah, I guess I can explain it. It's basically about this conductor, orchestra conductor, and she's apparently like uh, she? one of the best in the Women can be conductors? Yeah, they conduct pretty well. Are you sure? I think. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's fantasy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Jesus Christ. It's a movie. It's fantasy. Forgot. Forgot we're talking I know about what movies. I'm, if I ever get famous, I know it's going to be taken away from me immediately. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> but, uh, the uh, yeah, the movie follows this conductor. And, you know, she's supposed to be a badass, like this prodigy and stuff like that. And the actor Kate uh, Blanchett, uh, Kate Blanche, I think is her name, buddy. Blanche? That's not her name, dude. It is now. That's not Keep her name going. at all. But anyways, so she's won Oscars before and stuff like that, and she plays a role really well, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those artsy movies, you know. So I already oh, went in with the that, expectation dude. I'm done. of like artsy movies. I hate though, but keep going. Yeah, I went in with the expectation of like, okay, it might be either like too self-indulgent where it's like the director masturbating, you know, like, yes, I, I like this idea that I did. It's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those, yeah. um, uh, like David Lynch, like fucking crazy weird shit. And at the end, you're like, dude, where's the plot? Like there's no character I can attach myself to or anything. So... Anyway, she, I think she does a great job, and there were hints at that, and dude, the story had so much potential, because in the middle, it could have done, like, this crazy twist, and it was just this fucking montage of of just, like, nothing. Dude, it kind of went nowhere at the end, and, um, like, there was a conclusion, like, she ends up, like, uh, basically, she um, she's, like, this prodigy, and this, she starts getting canceled, um, you know, she, there's a video of her like telling, um, a student like, oh, calm down. Don't get, don't be so quick to be offended and reducing your identity just to your sexuality. And that kind of goes viral, you know, so she's all giga chatted out, you know, in that video. Yeah. And then, um, uh, a, stu- uh, a previous student of hers like committed suicide and like, then she gets accused of like grooming, like other fucking players and, uh, basically, her life starts to spiral, and there's in the middle like a montage where it looks like she's losing her mind, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So this is where it starts getting good because it started getting nominated for Oscars and all this other stuff. Okay. And then it just like started pacing, and at the end, she ends up in this fucking in Thailand, you know, because she loses her entire career and she's like playing an orchestra for I don't know an amusement park or something. And I was like, uh, "Okay." 
you did, because they didn't even show that like downfall well enough. It was just this montage going back and forth. And this is what pisses me off a lot about movies, dude. Because I've been watching a lot more movies since I've been here. Um, I watched The Banshees of Inisherin, uh, which was another one. But anyways, these movies with fucking weird-ass names and all this other shit. Dude, so don't I be watching them. movies with weird-ass names, dude. I th- So it, what I noticed was like, dude... You almost had, like, it, it was this idea of, like, almost there. I was like, fuck, dude, it could have been such a good thriller, like, really showing her downfall and stuff like that. It would have been a great movie. Like, I would have been hyped. But it was just like, dude, he just, uh, he skipped all over the good parts. And I was watching it with my cousin and a friend. They were saying the same thing. They were like, dude, it felt like it was just jumping everywhere. Like, it started a sequence and it got exciting and then it just stopped it. And it moved on to the next thing. They so might have run I, I out think, of budget, you know? I don't know. I feel like they were just trying to develop too many things at once as opposed to just sticking with like, hey, let's just focus the last 50% of the movie in her downfall and really like honing that in. It jumps around. It introduces characters that fucking disappear. Like she goes to her mom's house and her brother's there. And I was like, oh, hey, Lydia. Or um, yeah, Lydia. her name is Lydia. By, her name is Lydia Tar. Um, oh. So her brother calls her, hey, what's up, Lauren? Uh, no, Lydia. You know, so he conf- mistakens her name, like, on purpose, I guess. He's like, yeah, mom told me you'd be here. I guess you have nowhere else to go or whatever. And that was it. That was a whole fucking scene in the house. And I'm like, what? Well, what is the point of that? Like, I thought you were showing, like, oh, she has to go back home because she doesn't feel safe anymore. And she's going back to what she finds familiar. And she talks to her mom, maybe, a little bit of a chat. And then she goes on to another journey. They don't even show her fucking mom. It's just like... They just talk about it and then move on. And I don't know if the movie's meant to be that way, like like discombobulating or whatever, but um, I was like, boo, boo, tomatoes, tomatoes. Uh, but, dude, the acting what from her part was so fucking good that I was like, you know what? Uh, four out of ten, I would say. I mean, you know the movie Babylon, right? We talked about it, like us, but we never talked about it in the podcast. I don't think we ever did. Oh, no, no, we didn't. Right, so the yeah. movie Babylon. I hated it. Um, Steezy <laughs> okay, loved it. Let's start with this. Well, let's start with of course this. Loved what, it. what, what did you like? And don't say nothing because then that's right. Lying. Right. Okay. So for anybody who is listening to this, <laughs> Damien Chazelle, the guy who made Whiplash and La La Land, uh, which are two amazing movies, made this movie called Babylon that it came out. And if you haven't watched it or haven't heard of it. It's probably for a reason, and that's because it sucks. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's about uh, movies moving from silent era to talkies, to where they talk. That's the whole concept, you know, and yeah. how actors dealt with it, different actors and all that stuff. Um, and since I make, you know, short films, I can relate to a lot of the jokes and a lot of the problems they dealt with. So even me, which is like the number one audience, which should be me, didn't like it. And I can only imagine the average person who, who gives a fuck about movies like how they're made, dude. Yeah, that's why I hate about people who are into film or like film directors or anybody who's like film related, how they go so deep into film. I hate that shit, dude. Yeah. To me, if anybody asks me, have you seen? Oh, I, I'm gonna say, dude, fuck all those old movies. I don't want to watch old movies. They all suck. <laughs> Black and white. I don't want to watch none of that shit. Give me action. Give me good stuff. Uh, fuck. Oh, dude, have you studied this scene? Nah, dude, I'm not going to watch any fucking old movies, dude. 
It's new time, dude. Out with yeah. the old, in with the new, dude. I'm gonna come up with new <laughs> angles. It's new time. N- new stuff to come up with, dude. Uh, but yeah, it was basically about that. It was Hollywood jacking off, and uh, I liked about it. I mean, uh, that I'll say. Uh, I I think I don't know if you could relate to this, but I feel it was a movie of moments. There was nice moments in it where I was like, oh, I like that little sequence in there. Now, you like saying that. And you thought you were smart by saying that movie on moments. Who did Dude, you copy so that smart. from? Who did you steal that <laughs> line from? I know you stole uh, that. You, there's no way you uh, came up with that. A movie dude, of moments. You're, I, I think what, this is what happens. It's almost like you're... It's like people who went to high school with Einstein or David Finch or Spielberg or some shit like that. They're like, right. oh, yeah, I guess, you know, whatever. So this is you? Like you're one of those friends? I'm oh, Einstein? You're... you're uh, no <laughs> you're his friend <laughs> and so no i mean i, I sort of got like as i'm watching more movies because i'm forcing myself and the reason why i say force is because like even though you might like something you mm-hmm. might put away because you're like used to a dopamine loop of fucking tiktok and all that bullshit so i'm like you know what oh Let my me sit god down. oh wait what you're recording here right i wasn't recording over here jesus christ okay i'll start recording oh my god here. dude <laughs> <laughs> I was not recording over here. Yeah, no, I mean, um, by the Wait, way, make sure. No, no, I don't so, need to record on the camera, right? Um, not really. Because I mean, it's using the camera for here. Or do I need to record on the camera? No, I mean, it's already recording here. I'll just record just in case. But um, yeah, keep yeah, going. By the way, make sure because it records locally. So like my version is going to have your stream video. So just tell Chris not to use that. There's a local recording, meaning like. So it's not all choppy. I understand. Um, he just didn't anyways. have time last time. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, people, Chris is our editor. He's amazing. Um, well, shout out to Chris. We have yet to see He's that, a good Chris. person. He's a good person. He's a good human being. <laughs> He's a cute human being. <laughs> Editing, I don't know about it just yet, but we'll see. Hey, it's all good. We all learn. But anyways, um, what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, moments. So um yeah uh I, I guess the point is like it had really really good sequences and again i'm very dude i realize like i'm very sentimental when watching movies so sometimes i will um kind of like forego plot a little bit depending on how like you know good a characters develop and i can relate to him and all this it's just like whatever yeah right? so that's my side of things but also like so brad pitt's character i liked his character a lot because it's kind of like it's almost like once upon time, once upon a time in Hollywood, where they uh, you need some water, need some water, buddy. Choking on something. It's like it's like once upon a time in Hollywood, and basically, uh, like it's an actor who is at the top and slowly starts like, you know, uh, derailing, you know, um, kind of being becoming irrelevant. Right, like um, all you bunch of YouTubers we know who. Uh, yeah, yeah, like a bunch of YouTubers, they we'll start blowing no up, getting anymore. 10, 20 million views a month and all that shit, and all of a sudden, you're like, who? Who is that again? Right. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's basically, so I like his character a lot because of that reason, and uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. You guys can go watch it. And spoil I like it, dude. I never understand that concept. I don't want to spoil it. Dude, who gives a what? fuck? Just spoil it. He dies well, anyway, at the end. It. He dies at the end. There you go. That's what you get for not watching it. That's what you get for not watching it when it comes out. You get a student. Okay. 
I, I have a theory, dude. You get if a movie comes out, you get about five okay, a week. After a week, dude, you have no right for anybody not to spoil it for you. You have a week. If you really did want to see it, you have a week to see it. After that, don't complain people spoil it for you. Yeah, so there's another um uh, I remember I got a, a comment on a YouTube video for one of the channels that I help with. And it says, hey, next time, make sure you put spoiler alert. And we're talking about Fight Club. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? If you haven't seen Fight Club 1999, there you lost your fucking period where you can complain about spoilers. Or, or if you're 19... watching a review on it or or, or a, or a explanation yeah. on it. Why are you watching the explanation? Watch the movie first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I, I, I agree with that. I'm like, uh, when people are like, hey, if you haven't seen it, you know, spoiler alert, you know, Harry Potter 2002. Right. What do you mean, dude? Stop this fucking review. Go watch it. Done. And then you can come back to the video. Yeah, or um, a movie about World War II, you know? Spoiler yeah, exactly. alert. They win. <laughs> that's what we're alive. How about that? <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. Dude, that is so funny. That is so fucking funny. Did they win? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I didn't know the Germans lost. It's like, dude, come on. But um, yeah. Anyways, the there's a sequence where like Tobey Maguire, which is like the OG Spider-Man, the only one that fucking matters. Um, that he invites the protagonist of the movie to uh to like this underground party after he's he gets paid some money. Blur that out. Um, what's that? I took off my shirt and my titty show, so I'm just telling Chris to blur it out. Oh, okay. Nice. Because I already know what people are going to do with that on the internet, dude. Not good. That is true. You never know, dude. And uh, could, I'm, I'm sure you're saying this because you do some freak shit with random images on the internet. No, no. I'm just saying, dude. Just, I could just imagine someone using that and going in Omega hey, and don't pretending worry. I'm flashing girls in Omega. I'll, pre- you know? I'll protect your secret. I'll protect your secret. No, you said flashing girls on Omega, so that's super out of context. No, I'm just, I feel, it just feels like we're on Omega, so I feel like someone might use that footage of me taking my shirt off and my nipple showing and looping that, and then I get banned in the whole world. That sounds so specific that you've done this. <laughs> no, no, it's just my, but, <laughs> it's just my brain. It's very detailed brain. So, yeah, guys, don't you hate it whenever you're like, you take a picture of your nipple hair, and then you track down the person who it was and just... uh breathe into the screen whenever you see a picture of them by the way you know there's some people that don't shave their nipple hairs and by people i mean some women uh yeah i don't shave my nipple hair well no what that's, the that's fuck? a lie that's a lie i do shave my nipple hair because it gets long you can dread that shit right like so if i leave it long enough you braid it i just don't understand when <clears throat> you go on a date that's the first thing you should shave your nipple what hair. do you mean well dude what's wrong with a little hair Fuck it. Hey, you're Indiana Jones in this bitch. Uh, but anyways, um, what about Tobey Maguire? Yeah, anyways, yeah, there, there's this underground... S- Thank you. There's this underground scene... No manners. Um, ...that I found really interesting. And uh, I don't really want to explain the whole scene because there, there's a bunch of moments in the movie. I missed but that anyways, scene. I was in the restroom. Did you? Yeah, but I knew you're- he had sex slaves or something like that. Or Dude, you missed were- one of the best... I think you missed one of the best scenes in the movie. You should definitely like. Well, how about pull- they don't wait till the three-hour mark to show the best <laughs> scene in the movie? How about you show it at the beginning so I don't miss it? 
Yeah, no, I mean, uh, fair enough. But um, yeah, I did feel long. And that's also another thing. The, the last the movie I, I watched last night was three hours long. And I was like, could have been like 30 minutes shorter. And you could have paced the fucking last 50% to be quicker. But uh, And by the way, the movie opened with the credits. And what? that annoyed me. What do you mean it opened it with the just, credits? It, it opened with like a long fucking list of credit. And it's just a black screen with white text. Were they trying to and be that artistic? Me, that's the whole them trying to be artistic. I don't know, dude, but there's like a Chinese like uh, song in the background, like hang on or some shit like that in the background. Yeah, I don't know if it's Chinese. Uh, just fucking racist yeah, shit. You're racist. But it's it okay. sounded Asian. Dude, it's okay to be racist. What are we supposed to say? <laughs> That's all your limited brain knows. It's Chinese. <laughs> dude, we having trouble tra- travel to Asian countries. Like, how are we supposed to do better? That's so fucking horrible. But anyways. Yeah, so, there, yeah, there's this fucking song in the background. Dude, I hate that when people complain. Hey, am I lagging? I feel like I'm lagging a little bit, huh? Yeah, you are Yeah, you are lagging a lot, but, Sorry. you know, there's nothing we can do. We'll see. But um, not but not my audio, right? Not your audio at all. Like, your streaming is lagging a lot, but I'm just kind of doubling down that it's a local recording, so it just might save yeah. into your computer differently. Huh. Well... So, I see myself lagging, so it could be adjusted. You know, if if Chris is a good editor, he can fix this, right? <laughs> well, I don't know, dude. You're lagging a lot, so he might. There's nothing humanly possible. But but do. if he grabs your audio and your video separately, and my audio and my video separately, then you can just match them. Because uh, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same lag space. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways, we could talk about post production after the fucking podcast, right? Um, so. Oh. Uh, yeah, so anyways, this is one of those movies. It opened with this long ass scene, and to me, dude, the intro sequence to a movie has to be part of the movie. Right. It's like in James Bond, like whenever you see some of these sequences, they start like, you know, and it's like, oh shit, yeah, we're in this bitch. You know, yeah, this yeah, is, I mean, the, the ride started. Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, and even Harry Potter. Harry Potter has a sequence when they open, and it's like even the, the Warner Brothers logo and the Harry Potter's like old creepy and shit, and right, it pulls you into yeah. this world. Yeah, that's good. And then you're, uh, you know, you see this black fucking screen and, and just song in the background. I'm like, Jesus. Like, it's literally the first three minutes is a black screen and letters. Three minutes. Like, three full minutes. I think possibly even more. But, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, movies today are all shit. I want to see The Whale uh, that everyone's been talking about. I'm, it wasn't right with my life. That one. Um and the trailer made me emotional whenever I got to that part. So I'm like, okay, I definitely want to see it. And plus the story is that Brendan Fraser, the guy who did the Mummy movies. and uh, Yeah, he got fingered, uh, right? By like a producer or something like that? I don't know. I'm sure it was true. I'm sure, I'm sure you're right. But um, Something happened. He got touched. Now, thank God we're not famous because that would have been a horrible joke, dude. Just to like, you know, someone, something happened to him. <laughs> well, I just, I just... um what's it called minimize it to fucking <laughs> he got fingered and i'm sure it was like such a complicated thing but anyway yeah you 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 reduced his entire fucking identity to this one traumatic event that we don't even know if it's true or not you just fucking blurted it out right. like yeah he might have gotten fingered the guy who got fingered or the human being you know <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah the <laughs> the um so that movie uh, i also want to see it 
Um, but I guess, yeah, my point being, uh, just not to drag like this movie theme too long, is that uh, I feel there is a point where it gets too experimental and it gets too artsy and it gets too this or that. And again, dude, I have a way more of a tolerance for that than you do. And even then, some of these movies, I'm like, all right, dude, this is kind of pissing me off. I think it can like, be artsy. I think movies can be artsy. It's just you can tell the 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 behind the reason why that like as a viewer, you can understand the reason why something's being artsy, and it's just to show off and it's to be deep, like just to be deep on purpose. Like they're trying to do things so like, oh, this is gonna be so deep, blah blah. Yeah. So it's like you can feel it. It's not artistic for it to be artistic. It's artistic. So they can see, look how artistic I am. Exactly. And um, that's why I hate and again, it. And again, a lot of people are like, well, you don't know that. You know, that might not have been the, well, that's the way I interpret it. And I think that's art. I interpret art the way I interpret it. You interpret it however the fuck you want to interpret it. I'm pretty sure. I tell this story like years ago where like I went to this concert in Austin and it was a, like this co-op. And these bands are playing. It's like a band night, right? And I love those shows because usually you discover a lot of fun bands and people are having a good attitude. They're not on their fucking phones. They're trying to like rage and shit like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then uh, this these two guys go up there. And this one guy, I'm not even kidding. He grabs a bat, starts hitting a barrel, like a metal barrel. Like bang, bang. Super annoying sound. The most annoying fucking sound you could ever produce and and then this other guy is talking. He's like doing fucking slam poetry or something like, yeah, life and all of its meanings. I can't get you close to the leaning. He started trying to rhyme and I was like, I don't know. It felt like a shitty Dr. Seuss with his schizophrenic nephew or something like that there. And he's just banging the shit out of this barrel. And what I hated more than that, I'm like, you know what? Is there's people around them doing this, bopping their head. I'm like, what the fuck are you bopping your head for, dude? It annoyed me so much because I'm like, there's no way you're listening to this. And you're like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that, dude? Now, not all art deserves to be seen. Uh, well, what are your that's thoughts considered on, on, um, on those people who grab like fucking two buckets, fill them up with paint, poke holes at the bottom, and then they oh, spin them yeah, on yeah, a canvas. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And supposedly that's art. What are your yeah, thoughts I, on that? And then the comments are like, art is anything you can have feeling from. What are your thoughts on those pieces of work? You know, um, I'll answer with like, uh, there's a movie called uh, um, The Incredible. Uh, not The Incredible is like the animated one or the, the Impossible. It's a French movie. The guy in the wheelchair, rich guy in the wheelchair, and there's a black guy who's taking care of him. Um, Kevin Hart did a remake of that movie and it was super shitty, but the original movie's good. Anyways, um, fuck, I'll, I'll try to summarize as quickly as possible. It's basically this uh, guy who got out of prison and he's well, trying to find called? a job. What's the movie called, buddy? Oh, my God. Me. I know what it's called. It, you don't know what it's called, the movie you're referring to? The... It's called Convict. Hey, Con and Young, Jesus. <laughs> no one knows that. No one who's listening to will ever get that joke. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh so- Pursuit of so, happiness? No, no, no. In English, it's called the upside. Oh, the upside. But upside. In French, original. it's called LeBlanc. You know what I'm saying? LeBlanc. LeBaguette okay. upside. 
the the untouchables the untouchables dude that sounded um, german but yeah uh it came out on 2011 dude this movie is fucking amazing right i love that movie like the french movie i don't even know why i was watching it um but it was a great fucking movie but what does that have to do with kevin, the buckets I'll, I'll explain and okay. by the way the kevin hart version is ass but um anyhow so in the movie they're having a similar conversation to this so uh the uh, the black guy's character <clears throat> basically he's um you think that's, he's kind of like oh, never mind. Keep it what going. i was gonna say you think there's gonna be a point in the future that we can't say the black guy that's gonna um, be seen as racist well, maybe. Well, I mean, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, you can't be saying uh, the black actor. You gotta... Well, he's black. I know, but I'm saying, like, in the future, probably have to come up with some word. Uh, but anyways, keep going. Who cares? We'll yeah, be canceled I mean, by then. I don't fucking know. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, now, in the 1920s, so yeah, we could use a different word to describe that actor, but keep going. <laughs> well, the very talented actor, and who happens to be black... Um, Okay. The person of color, which, by the way, sounds way more degrading. Yeah, this was horrible, dude. If I was black, I'm like, don't dude, call that, me of color. Yeah, that would annoy me. When when people people say, yo, you're Latinx, dude, don't say that shit Yeah, to call me, me wetback. Okay? I'd rather be called wetback or beaner than Latinx. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, anyway, <clears throat> so uh, the, the stories about this guy, the, uh, this... Uh, um, guy gets out of prison he, and he's trying to get a government uh, support, kind of like um, welfare, basically. So, but he has to apply to like five jobs a week. So he's showing that he's making an effort. So he goes into this interview. So you're saying he's the black guy gets out of prison and has to apply for welfare? Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. What? I mean, that's the story. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's like the most <laughs> racist thing you can write for a black character. Gets out of prison. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, now that I'm thinking, it, it is slightly racist because the guy in real life, he's not black. He's like oh this. Oh my God, dude. He's kind of like, uh, um, well, he doesn't look like, I mean, he looks like uh, Middle Eastern or some shit. Anyways, the actor who plays him is great. Um, yeah. So anyways, this guy's like uh, looking for jobs. He's applying to jobs. And he applies to this job to be an assistant to a rich guy. Like fucking filthy as shit, but he's parap- What is the color of the rich guy? What's his skin color? What do you guess? Guess. A little, little snowy, you know? He has a little caucasity in him Whitey for tidy. sure. So you're saying basically this movie is about a, a black guy being a slave to a rich white dude. In a way, yes. Okay. So Keep he going. he uh, he applies for the job and he doesn't give a fuck. He just goes in. And he needs to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Just sign it. Say that I'm trying. He's just trying to get his paycheck. He doesn't want a job. Yeah. Oh. Um. What? Black guy who doesn't just- want a job, dude. What kind of movies <laughs> are you watching, bro? Jeez. Um. It's actually a very inspiring and heartwarming movie, despite like the horrible connotation I'm, I'm giving it. Like I'm painting it in a horrible way, but um. Anyway, he goes in there, and the rich guy, he's quadriplegic, and he's used to people treating him different. A lot of people might not know what quadriplegic is. I mean, I know what it is, but he He's basically not. like, dude, he can't move his arms or legs. He's like Stephen Hawking. Jeez. You know, he's like, he can only move his, his face and neck and, and that kind of shit, right? right? So, and the guy keeps, like, the, the candidates for the interviews are like super polite and they treat him too special and stuff like that. And the rich guy's like, dude, fuck, uh, these people suck. Like, I don't want them. And then the black guy comes in 
It's like, yo, what's up? And does he come the, in with his chains and hip hop music? No, nah, that was racist. No, no, I'm saying like, because the movie's nah, racist. No, that was dude. racist. That, I'm just saying, dude, you've been describing every stereotype the music dude. uses. How I is he dressed? Say anything. Anyways, keep going. So he, he walks in and the, uh, the rich guy's assistant is interviewing people. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Who is he? Who is he? And she points, it's, it's Monsieur, whatever, you know, the rich guy. And she's appalled that he, he's not respecting him or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, wheelie or something. Like, I'm paraphrasing. And then he's he's like, everyone's so offended. And the, the rich guy's like surprised. <laughs> so. Wait, I thought um, this was going to be a quick story. Dude, you're literally describing the whole first scene. You know why? Because you keep fucking interrupting, dude. Just, and every time I get in motion, you're like, hey, what is he wearing? Is hip hop music? Well, dude, dude, you're describing the let reactions. Let me ramble through it. Let me just ramble through it, dude. Anyways. Dude, how do we get to the paint buckets? Dude, how does this apply to the paint <laughs> buckets? That's what I'm waiting I already, on. I already feel this is so built up, dude. It's like, it's not even going to fucking make sense. Anyhow, the rich guy hires him because he treats him like a real human being. And he's roasting him. And, and they start having fun and all this other shit. And then the rich guy goes to a paint gallery. And the paint gallery is charging him like 100,000 euros for this stupid ass painting like it's a blank canvas and a dot or some shit like that jeez and the black guy is reacting like we both would like what the fuck you're gonna pay a hundred thousand for that stupid shit i could do that i could do that so he does it so he goes to his fucking room he starts paint he literally he's never painting his life he grabs a canvas he starts throwing stupid like he, he starts throwing brush strokes and paint everywhere like a mess He's like, yeah, yeah, it looks cool, whatever. Like, just imagine you making a painting, right? Whoa. You're just going. <laughs> so he goes in, and then he talks to the rich guy and be like, hey, I painted this. So let's try to sell it. So the rich guy pretends it's this unknown artist, you know, with a mysterious background and whatever. He ended up What's selling the name it for What's the unknown 60- artist? What? What's the name of the unknown artist? I don't know. I forget the fucking the black? name. Doesn't. Uh, that that was super racist. Dude, sure. how was that so racist? racist? So you're it's, racist, dude. It's French. So you're racist, and it's, we're moving on. It's French, dude. LeBlanc. <laughs> LeBlanc. Le but he sells it for 60,000 euros. Damn. And basically, the art uh, industry is just all hype. It's who, who you know. It doesn't even... The art doesn't even fucking matter at all. Um, so that's the point where, like, you can kind of make a whole career if you just, like... You know, know the right people and, and pretend to be, oh, ah, yes, yes. And Jeez now a lot of people uh, who are in the art world probably looking at this and be like, this fucking stupid ass shit. But I swear to God, if I were to do something and give it to somebody and they don't know it was me who made it, it could probably sell for like $10,000 or some shit. And there's this whole TikTok trend uh, to like a year ago or some shit like that where people just started selling stupid shit online. Like they're dumbass paintings and they put vintage 1969 or whatever. And they just started selling a whole bunch of them. Well, then I'm sure probably real artists hate that even more than us because they know what real art is and they see yeah, yeah. that stupid shit. To them, that's probably the artistic stuff. Like the people are trying to be deep and all this stuff with the dot or something. Like, dude, that is not art. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> no, 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 exactly. And uh, I mean, dude, I love like... Um, I don't even know the fucking time period. I think it's a renaissance or some shit, you know, where it's just like hyper-realistic and, uh, and it looks like it's just realism. I love realism in, in, in art. Um, so it looks like in, you know, like in uh, Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel and that kind of shit. 
I'm like, that takes so much fucking talent to be able to like the proportions and all this other shit. Um, it's not just some dumbass painting a black line straight through a canvas. Like, yeah, dude. Unless something took you a uh, fucking five years to make, or unless to acquire those skills takes ten years, it's not art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a guy. Uh, hold on, time. Uh, Hooper. American painter. Dude, I feel like art people must be, dude, artistic people must be like the most fucking annoying, self-centered people in the world, dude. They think everything they do is deep, you know? Yeah, th that must be annoying. Um, oh, fuck. I wish there's a way I could share my screen. Or but we're just um, low-class <clears throat> human beings that we can't understand the fine, finer things in life. That's probably it. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I grew up low class, so I don't fucking know what good art is. I feel like I if just, we're like, in the I Titanic, like... dude, we're the ones shoveling the coal <laughs> underneath in the Titanic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm the busboy. I'm the busboy for sure. But um, so there's this guy called Edward Hopper, um, and he's like this American painter. And he basically, uh, he got famous because he was painting like a very lonely people. And I think he was in, in the 50s, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Uh, but anyways, when you watch, when you watch, like, if you look at one of his paintings, you could see, like, uh, I don't know, at least to me, it gives me, like, the sense of, like, uh, there's, like, solitude and shit. So they, there's, like, either one or two characters, and they're really spaced out. Like, there's this famous painting of two guys in suits in, a, in like, a diner. And it was during the time where, like, guys didn't talk about their feelings. Like, they fucking hated their lives. It was post-World War Two, uh, I think. So there's all, all this shit happening and it was like American solitude, American depression or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. So I love the concept. I like the style of art. It takes a lot of skill. And uh, the way he paints makes sense to me. <clears throat> uh, I'm sure a lot of people see that and it's boring to them. So I think art, of course, a lot of it is subjective. But, dude, there is a barrier of entry, at least. There's like a quality line where it's like, dude, you can't call everything art. A banana duct tape to a wall is not art. That's just some dickhead trolling life. Now, that's hilarious. I find that hilarious that that sold for 125000 or whatever. And I, and I support that as a joke. As like the comedic value of that is so good. Because you're like, oh my god, dude, you shat, you shat on all those artistic he people. He taped his lunch, dude. He taped his... He forgot he his painting. <laughs> he taped his lunch to the wall. He's like, well... Dude, he taped his lunch to the wall. He was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I hope that these people were making like these ridiculous art pieces. Oh my god, if they were self-aware, it would be amazing. Where like in private, you meet them and you're like, yeah, dude, are you kidding me? You think that's art? I'm just fucking around and getting paid a lot of money for it. Like, are you, the fuck? You know, that would be amazing to me if that if I ever meet like an artist and, and he just said that. But um, I feel like, um, you know, there's probably an artistic, um, what's it called? I don't know the correct word. I'm, I'm thinking like circle or levels or like faces that you go through as an artist where at first, you know you make good stuff and you're trying to learn and then then you make something great and everybody cheers you on then you go into very deep creative like oh dude everything's so deep that i make everything has a super hitting meaning <laughs> and yeah. then after that once you pass that phase you realize dude that was a bunch of bullshit it was my ego i was trying to be deep in reality that wasn't art art is this you know um yeah and i feel like most people get stuck on like the deep artistic stuff 
and the real masters grow away from that from trying to be seen somehow or trying to tell like deep shit like they grow away and like they just they just grow into making something very simple but it has such a deep meaning the way they do it but everything is very yeah. simple it doesn't scream artistic at all but for some reason it feels so artistic if that makes sense that's that's what i think final art is something so simple yet it feels so deep and artistic it doesn't have to tell yeah. you it's deep for it no to because be. it, it's sort of like a musician who who gets to the point where like the, the notes and themselves they're not necessarily like overly complicated or anything but it's such a good song like it's just it kind of or like simple movies um as far as movies go like there's a movie called um uh let me think of a movie that kind of embodies what we're talking about because i'm thinking about a few different ones like a very simple movie but it's very like to me uh the darjeeling limited by wes anderson the what the darjeeling limited um christ yeah it's the name of the train it's long dude it's so difficult to say i was like dude just call it the train or something i don't know but um it's about three brothers and they're trying to like rekindle the relationship after their father died basically so they take a trip to india to get spiritual enlightenment and it's so funny and it's like sad and depressing at the same time and all this and when there's a, <clears throat> a tragedy in the movie like there's a scene where uh some kids are in a boat and they fall into the water like into a raging river or something like that and so the three brothers they jump into the river to try to save them um, so two of the brothers grab one, one of the kids and the last brother comes out of the water. He was like, I couldn't save mine. And the kid is bleeding, uh, like he has blood on his head and he doesn't like overhype it or anything. Like the way he comes out of the water and he's like sad, he's not like crying or anything. It was just like, he's just like broken and almost in shock. And then he had, like, he goes to the village and hands it over to the dad. I was like, dude, in most movies it would grab this moment and just like put so much attention to it. That would be like the climax like, of the whole movie. Yeah, the climax, and then dun, 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 you know, and it cuts back and forth and shit like that. I mean, he still adds suspense for sure, like different cuts. But when when he reveals the, the last brother uh, taking the son out, I'm like, holy shit! It hits so much harder because it's sort of like you don't even expect it, and also the reaction seems so real, like it's very subtle. Um, cause I feel like if something like that would happen, it's not like you would break down and all this kind of shit. Like you would be almost in a state of shock and you'd be like, I, I don't even know how you'd react, but it embodies that so well. And I like that, like in movies where there's subtlety, um, you know, and it, it, they play with silence and all this other shit. It's the same thing with art. It could be like a very simple, um, piece. There's one painting, there's two paintings actually that I've always loved. There's one painting of, um, because of my background, religious background, where like Jesus is holding this guy who's like fallen down tired with a hammer in his hand. Um, and it's painted so beautifully. Like it's really, really well done. Uh, and there's another painting of a whole bunch of people in suits um, staring one direction, like staring like, um, let's say if this is the camera, they're staring that way, like the opposite direction. So you can only see their backs. So they're staring... Uh, backwards yeah well they're facing backwards not staring backwards so they're facing backwards um and there's one guy who's facing the opposite way and he's like sitting at a bar and he's like this old guy with a grumpy look in his face uh and i like those those are like the two paintings where i seen i was like whoa i would definitely love to have that like in my house but besides that 
Uh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. I love art in general. Um, and I'm like, that's not like this whole crazy abstract thing. It's just like, uh, I don't know. There's like certain pieces of art where it just captures like, like you said, like this subtle thing where somebody masters something so much to where like even within the simple elements, like you can see so much detail and all that. Um, so yeah, movies, music or anything that does that. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's like a medium level to it where there is an acquired taste to know what real fine art is but mm-hmm. uh overall i think most people know good art when they see it uh now great yeah. art that might take an eye to like discover it or something but uh yeah i mean uh you know you know that uh um the nft by people or whatever that sold for like 56 million something bullshit uh well, anyways, it's called People, right? Where no, it's no. like a montage of a bunch of shit. So the artist is called Beeple. It's like this. No, no, I know Beeple, but he has a he has a piece of art called People. I don't know what um, it's called, but it's basically a collage of all his art pieces in one. They're all very small next to each oh, other. Oh, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, sixty-nine million dollars. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, well, I think Cavicilla made a video on it. I forgot who did, but anyways, uh, it turns out. The guy who bought it is the guy who fucking funded Beeple or some shit. Basically, the show fucking scam and show. He bought the painting with Ethereum, which is kind of like imagine it's like you buy it yourself. So you just raise the price of the painting, but honestly, it just went back to your pocket. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, just to kind of give Beeple a name. Like yeah, I mean, just to, to or think. hype up um, whatever project. Or I, mean, I guess that brought the value up of all the other paintings of his you know so it's like oh this one sold for 69 basically it was all a scam like it wasn't like how random person bought it it's like them and their own and they even had a talk they had a meeting before selling them talking about it like hey we're gonna do this blah 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 so i mean uh yeah they're all scams so it's all paintings it's all scams dude nobody really i don't think anybody's dumb enough to pay for that unless it's like legendary painters you know um that yeah. even then i mean who knows that they're actually that legendary and they just write fucking good stories about them uh to make them to sell that fucking art pieces uh, i i i don't know if it's something that we're like um uh like how nowadays a lot of people are into like the vintage shit like polaroid cameras and all this other stuff but i like um i prefer like art a lot more from like that's way older you know instead of this new shit like i don't know like digital art and all this other stuff so i like seeing uh like paintings and stuff like that that i feel i don't know some guy did like 300 years ago or some shit and it took actual skill and he probably like you know how they used to get like purple they used to like kill see like like crushed um, berries or some bullshit like that yeah like slugs and they had to dry them up and then kill yeah. them. And like that dust, would they would rub it into the garment, I feel. And that's how they got purple. Um, Fuck. Like that kind of like, oh shit, it takes... Basically, we're talking about like somebody who takes a long time to try to make something as good as possible. And even if you don't understand it, you can at least look at it and be like, there's so much detail and nuance here that I can at least appreciate it. Even if it's not for you. Um, Do you know so, what... Um what's this work called um it's it's a word when someone has a lot of anxiety um 
Do you know what that word is? Uh, a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Like, can you, um, can you search up like, like a synonym to having a lot of anxiety? Um, what's that word? I'm trying to think of it. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. What does, what does Google say? Uh, let's see if I can maybe find it on my phone. Someone who has a lot of anxiety. Massive anxiety. No term. Can't find it. Uh, is it like a, like a disease, like a disorder? What what's I mean? What are the words that are popping up? I don't know. It's just synonyms like apprehension, concern, worry, unease, fear, disquiet, perturbation, uneasiness. Oh, okay. Well, I found it's neurotic. That's the word I was thinking oh. about. Yeah. What do is you that mean? anxiety? Oh. I don't think that. I don't do think mean? that's anxiety. Okay. What's the definition of neurotic? Uh, neurotic is somebody who's like, like super energetic and, well, and we trying can to like. It up. You got a little Google in front of you. Let's see what it says, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Neurotic. Having caused by relating to neurosis, mentally ill, mentally disturbed. <laughs> um, a mental condition not caused by any. Uh, excessive and irrational anxiety or obsession. Okay. Yeah. I'll say pretty good. Uh, hey, shit. So basically I was watching this video on it. Um, and that is developed by avoiding things you have to do. Uh, mm. so let's say yeah, instead of facing tasks or facing fears that you have, you, you avoid them. Um, and um you know that's why people um what's it called um you start making excuses you start finding you start becoming like a what's it called um what's the word called like a victim victim mentality there's always an excuse of why things can't get done and you know there's stuff you have to do and you you keep avoiding you it. just don't do it yeah and you do all the things to fill up that void of avoiding that so over the time you start feeling anxious. You start feeling all these emotions. You're not feeling well. And that's yeah. how that develops by avoiding problems, avoiding things um, such as like doing taxes or making <laughs> videos. Uh, but yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, it says most people are like that now. I mean, we have, we avoid things. And he says the another way you can become that is by doing everything that you're supposed to do so you literally have you know you do your taxes you do everything on time but you're doing everything so exact uh i don't even know what the fuck i'm talking about but you just do everything so like perfect that you lose uh you lose being different and that also fucks with you so mm. basically there's like two ways of being neurotic one is when your outside world is fucked where you can't handle anything you have nothing in order and that yeah. like gives you anxiety and all these problems, mental problems. Or people who have their outside world too handled that they lose who they are. And now they get stuck in, you know, being what they're supposed to, like everybody tells them to do. Um, yeah. And I forgot what the fuck I was going with. No, no. Too. I mean, uh, I find that really interesting just because a lot of uh, shit that I read says like, 
anxiety is worrying about the future depression is thinking about the past um so that makes a lot of sense i guess if you're worried about the future about all the shit that you haven't done um yeah i could definitely see that uh kind of getting out of hand and i feel like uh yeah, dude, it, it's the startup cost of things, which kind of leads me, um, by the way, because we kind of got to start rap, bringing it to rap over here. CZK 2.0. <laughs> but uh, I um, I was like looking at this year and I was like, okay, what, what are the things that I want to try? And I even messaged, talking about CZ, I messaged CZ and I was like, hey, do you want to try this? And it's basically like you're in a blacked out room together. You know what I'm saying? Now, oh, I mean, we're all in a, black- in a blacked out room? Uh, yeah, in a, basically in a room where it has zero light. And when I say zero, not even like Dude, a little shed of light. put me in there with Steezy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dude, that good. would be a dangerous but, room. Dude. Us three in a room where you can't see anything? Yeah. That's going to get dangerous. No, but like the... Very. So the place... You, you can get places to like rent a place or stuff like that to do this. And and the goal is like you have to be in a room alone. So if we do it, it w- everyone would be in separate rooms. Well, what if, um, what if we do it together and we throw a snake in there and see what happens? <laughs> you know, like you know, there's a snake in the room and you can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine you're there and there's a gorilla in the room. Holy fuck! And you're just in the corner of the room and they say, "Go, survive for ten minutes." You're like, fuck. Oh yeah, dude. but the gorilla can't see anything either. Yeah, that, no one can see anything. That'd be kind of cool. So, so that would be cool. Now, if somebody starts getting mauled and you hear them, you're like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be so crazy. Yeah, yeah. But um, what was I saying? And then oh, yeah, you, you you look to the side and the gorilla's right next to you. You're like, "Whoa, who the <laughs> fuck is mauling that guy?" Then. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that uh, that would be hilarious to watch in theory. In theory, of course. But, um, uh, yeah, I guess the point was, like, uh, I was finding ways to um, to kind of, you know, just improve mentally, like, health-wise and all this. And I've been, like, looking into, like, all these foods that cause a lot of inflammation. They, they um, build up acid into your body. And, uh, for example, there was a study I posted on Instagram where it says, if you do a water fast between five and seven days once a year, your chances of getting cancer reduce uh 80 90 percent almost um uh, like a lot now basically you know a lot of people are gonna say that's holistic science or like that's voodoo stuff or like that's not yeah, proven yeah. by science or doctors now i've been that guy dude that i always say this stuff and people tell me those things now welcome to my world do you finally realize the truth <laughs> no but i'm not even kidding because like uh basically dude i mean it, it this is a whole nother podcast and I think next podcast we can delve deep into it. But I've been like reading a lot about this because I'm like, hey, I want to be healthier. There's a lot of foods that are, like get me all fucked up. And dude, like nature obviously has all of these cures and remedies that obviously have been suppressed. And there's a thing called like the, I think it's called the Fletcher Report or the Kelsner Report. I forget the name. Um, but it's when uh, the Rockefellers you know, the super rich oil family. Um, right. That guy wanted to expand the business. So he was like, okay, what else can we get? Because at some point oil might run out. Yada, yada, let me get into things. So what he did was, did I already talk about this? I forget. I don't know. But anyways, um, he started a, a pharmaceutical division in 
uh, a company rather. And he was like, let me figure out what medicines we can make from petroleum, literally fucking oil. Jeez. Painkillers, like all these pills and all this other shit. And then when it started to happen, people started getting cancer from them. So uh, what happens? He he starts the Cancer uh, Foundation. Yes. The American Cancer Association. So he basically, he was like, okay, you know what? Let's come up with a treatment for this because obviously we don't want to stop making money. So it's like this whole fucked up cycle of bullshit. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, it's obvious that the world is... It's like, it's uh, like how I the mean, plastic company starting the whole recycling green arrow bullshit. No, totally. You know, it, it's... Um, now, we don't want to talk us, more about this stuff because we get killed, dude. I and mean, everything gets canceled. Oh, for sure. You get shot in the back of the head. So, uh, anybody listen to this, we are going to... It's Throw all plastic for in the water, purposes. or we're gonna take your pills. Don't kill us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'll drink your cancer. Don't worry. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, I looked into this guy called Doctor Sebi, and he talks a lot about like cancer prevention, and he even he got killed, claims he, you know, yeah, he got killed. Yeah, he got murdered, and he claims he got he, murked, he um he got murked. I mean, dude, don't fuck with pharmaceutical companies' money. If you start doing that, you're gonna get got. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's um, either. They lose a hundred million, or or pay like ten thousand for someone to kill you. What do you think they're yeah, gonna do? Yeah, of course. You know, and then yeah, everybody's gonna care the, for a while, but what? Who's gonna do anything? No one's gonna do anything. What's the most disturbing thing is so I'm following this guy. His name is Noah Fleming, and he talks about like, hey, I'm gonna cure my dad's cancer with an alkaline diet. Only give him in fruits and vegetables and cacao and sea moss and all this other shit. Because he doesn't want to go radiation. He had his prostate removed. Because he already got cancer. Um, and all the people are like, oh, you're killing your dad and all this other shit. And when you look up alkaline diet, um, it's uh, there's not a lot of information. And there's a documentary that um, that was made on Dr. Sebi. Or Dr. Se- yeah, Dr. Sebi. By um, Nick Cannon. You know, that guy who has like 1,500 kids, basically. Yeah, I saw um, a meme about him. Um, that he kind of looked like a Mortal Kombat character. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they call him the I feel Inseminator. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? What do they call him? In- inseminator. Inseminator. That's yeah, hilarious. Because he gets all these women pregnant. But um. By the way, yeah, dude, I mean, he got Mariah Carey, dude. Like she was pretty hot back in. He's just, she's still hot, but like, dude, she was really hot. Dude, back she, in the she's day. still hot. I mean, she's banging. Like, dude, and this uh, motherfucker, bro. I hey, he must have something. Cause I mean, his baby mamas are, are pretty good, good fucking looking. I'll I'll say that. There's a meme that I saw by 2050, 25 percent of the population will be uh, derived from Nick Cannon. I thought that was hilarious. And he can in in uh, NBA Young Boy, something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to kind of wrap up that part. So he makes a documentary um, where Nipsey Hussle talks about Dr. Sebi. Um, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get back into my health. Dr. Sebi, everybody should look into him and all this other shit. And I was like, whoa, conspiracy alert. You know, but he, he got killed too, fun. right? He got killed too. Hmm. And well, maybe we um, should stop talking about this, buddy. <laughs> That's what I'm sensing. <laughs> it's like we're probably yeah, but, better. So this could kill. This could get killed. <laughs> huh? All right, guys. That's the end of the podcast. Uh, thank you That's for the watching. End of the podcast. Do your own fucking research. by Use a VPN. But um, oh, someone's knocking um, at the door. I'll be right back. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm kidding. By the way, drink your pills. Yeah. Uh,
but yeah anyways that there's uh i mean dude it, it's it goes without reason obviously like all this stupid cancer shit that's in our food is killing you slowly for sure sugar was blamed uh, i mean fat was blamed like grease like right. processed fats were blamed for heart problems and all this other shit and it's sugar sugar is the most fucking toxic shit you can put in your body even brown rice is more harmful than white rice because it has this thing called like uh, I don't know this chemical like uh, starts with an C or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's why someone said that. That's why Asian people eat white rice. Yeah, because they were smart enough to remove that shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Um, but anyways, there's all these natural remedies, and I'm like, yeah, fuck the world. I'm going hard into this. I'm gonna start like eating right and you know getting in touch with well, nature dude, and all this other shit. Everything gives you cancer. Like, dude, the air we breathe is fucking giving us cancer. Yes. Fucking these lights, so, this fucking radiation from the phone, from the computer. Oh, totally, dude. That if you if you keep your phone in your pocket, um, that's also another thing. I was like, God damn, dude, you can't get away from it because uh, apparently it's close to your testicles, so it can like uh, produce infertility and all this other shit. Ah. Um, and by the way, when you make a phone call, if you put it to your ear, since it's trying to get signal, it fucks up your brain more as opposed to like putting it in a speaker or something like that. There's like the the electromagnetic frequencies, the EMFs or whatever, and I'm like, oh my god, Jesus, dude! Basically, everything's fucking you up. Well, you know, so that, that's can, where the tin foil hat things come from. I think tin reflects or like bounces off. Bro, I saw this thing, this video, where this guy cures his like, uh, I forget what disease he has. He he fucking plugs a metal rod into the ground runs a metal wire and then puts metal duct tape on his bed and he sleeps on it and he fucking dude he cures all this shit that he had all these nerves disease i'm like what the fuck what's happening what's happening dude so well dude, what would happen um, if we sit on that metal rod would it cure more stuff yeah i'd like to find out you know? <laughs> say I just, science for science i want to test stuff out for science well dude you know but, uh, uh nikola tesla had electric showers yeah, that is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where he would like um, bathe in electricity and would kill all the fucking germs off of your body without having to use water. Yeah, that is. Uh, so, I mean, dude, uh, this is a whole nother podcast for sure. But, um, well, part of what I want to do this year is because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get these skin treatments and all this other shit. And well, dude, the, you but- know, there's probably a very easy solution to our skin problems. I think if you fast. Like, it starts eating the scar tissue. Like, your body starts eating the scar tissue. So, fa- well, one thing that I learned was, like, fasting solves a lot of shit, like, apparently. You what know, if we do a seven-day fast and we blog it? I'm down to do that. But, I mean, it's a water fast, so you have to drink water because more than three days, I think you die or you get, like, well, no, seriously yeah, I mean, fuck. sick. Uh, but yeah. we, we got to do research on what else we have to drink or buy. Yeah, um, I think, like, they say, like, put... Um, salt or some sort of sodium like lemon in your water so you can actually process it better and all this but um anyhow uh yeah because you basically starve the cancer cells that's what happens when you fast and they die and you kill off a lot of shit um because obviously there's so much crap in our food that you know um so as i'm reading all this i'm like um yeah i mean it's kind of disturbing but basically you can't get away from it if you live in the modern world you are going to slowly die and you will die think about the whole colon cancer dude is because you have shit in your stomach yeah so if you fast you eventually have to get rid of that shit because your body poops everything out and no more food's coming in to take that place yep 
you know, so, you know that's it, yeah, like the whole give, thing behind like the your, whole religion, like Catholicism, where there's like there's like a month where you have to fast. Yeah. Well, no, no. The I think it's Islam, the Ramadan or whatever. It's well, that's like 30 one of them, day. But also in Catholic, you have to fast like till noon. I mean, Catholics. Oh dude, yeah. They have uh, the church is falling off, dude. Church is falling off because they're like they moved their laws <laughs> to accommodate like the new um, generations. I think they're gonna allow like. I mean, this is for people who are very religious. Like, um, they're, I think they're allowing, like, trans marriages or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people who are really religious are like, then what do we stand for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, what's the I'll whole say this. point? The title of this podcast is Phil and Alejandro will get shot in the back of the head at some point. <laughs> because uh, everything we're saying. No, no, we're we can say it. <laughs> but we're not telling people to, like go change the world you know what i'm saying like, oh hey, yeah yeah by the way don't try to change the world yeah don't don't try to change the world dude live your life be happy get cancer don't fuck with go out there and yeah. get a little bit of cancer you know what i'm saying yeah yeah drink a little bit of fucking coca-cola and all this other shit fuck it go take some hey. pills pharmaceutical companies make them money you know what i'm saying pay your taxes pay more taxes you know shout saying? out vicodin yeah. Shout out Tylenol. Shout out the Rockefellers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out everybody. Dude, who's shout out the Rockefellers. Oil. They provided oil for America. America runs on oil, Rockefeller Center. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyways, uh, oh, basically, there's research. Uh, like, there are food changes your brain composition, the way you think, and all this other shit. So, I'm like, damn, dude, I'm all fucked up. Well, dude, I mean, I honestly believe we have powers. And I've been saying this since the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> And y'all laugh at me. See, that's the reaction we get. That's the reaction I get. But I honestly believe, dude, to me, it's proven by science that we have superhuman powers. Like, I honestly think we can fly. I think we can throw fire out of our hands. <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? What the fuck is this, dude? I thought we were at the same boat with Dr. Sebi. You said fire out of our hands? Yeah. Dude, fire I honestly, out of our hands. No, no, because think about this. Think about, think about this. Hold on. Human torch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Why fucking said fire out of our hands? No, dude, dude, how am I supposed to keep a straight face? What do you? What do you expect? Oh, yes, we can throw fire out of our hands, dude, totally. What do you mean, dude? No, of no. course you're going to laugh. No, think about this. Think about this. It's all DNA and energy. Think about it. It's all oh. DNA. It's all, <laughs> what? What, dude? DNA is DNA. DNA is fucking DNA. DNA buddy. is DNA, Alejandro, 2023. No, no, think Love about that. this. Quote. Eels. Dude, eels. Oh. <laughs> what? What? Okay. I just don't know where you're going with this. Dude, it's really eels. So good. Yeah. Eels can produce voltage that kills animals and human beings. Think about that. Yeah. So... That already exists. That power of shocking someone by mm. touching, by touch and killing them, it exists in nature. So it's not like, oh, it's impossible. No, dude, that exists. There's an animal out there who can kill you with electricity generated by their body. Think about that. That's science. That is science. So, dude, yeah. if for some reason, dude, a human being is born or for some reason they can control their cells, they can do that. You know, it's just... It's just all like, dude, 7 billion people are born, dude. Some people have to be born with different abilities. Like, you know, their DNA is wiring away. They, they have certain, you know, like some things are heightened, you know. Um, so if it's out there in the world, that means it's physically possible. So it's not like, oh, it's impossible to ever shock someone and kill them. No, dude. I mean, uh, it exists. No, I mean, uh, I'm sure you can get like... Uh 
what's it called? Um, you can throw fire out of your hands. I believe you, Alejandro. No, no. I mean, think me, about dude. it. Think about it. We hey, dude, you me. We're gonna become fucking super. Uh, what's it called? Superheroes? No. I mean, we'll probably be villains. Well, I mean, dude, I'll be lighting shit up randomly too. I'm gonna fucking set everything on fire. No, I mean, dude. There's animals <laughs> out there that grow limbs. Uh, what do you mean grow limbs? Like monkeys? No, no, no. Like I think a starfish, like you cut it off and it grows it back. No, yeah, no, of course. So and no, no, I'm dude. I'm not even kidding. Apparently, like the blood of uh, like this crab is being used to like cure all this. Dude, there's so much shit. I want to be able to have a list of all these natural remedies in the next podcast or like these crazy conspiracy theories because I don't think they're crazy. I'm becoming more like Alex Jones. I'm gonna start screaming at people wearing tinfoil hats. I'm not even kidding. That's that's my natural trajectory over here. Yeah, I but mean, dude, we're gonna have we have to wrap it up. Um, well, dude, I also think there's people that can shape shift. Dude, I think shape shifting is a thing. I think I can. That's change. scary as fuck. That's I can scary as fuck to look dude. into somebody else. Dude, you know, I'm like looking behind me as you said that. I got a little paranoid. No, I mean, one oh, that you're what? gonna get visited, which but you think it's your mom, but it's not your mom. One day I'm gonna visit you, and it it will be me, and I'll just clap your cheeks. Holy shit! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, let's wrap it up here, and we'll pick it up in this podcast. Um, fuck this. So that was a great podcast. You see all that free entertainment we give you guys. By the way, I appreciate it. Everyone supporting the podcast. We're trying to make it better. Uh, we finally found a clips guy. And we're going to be starting blowing up on on everywhere, dude, and getting famous. And hopefully this episode doesn't blow up too quickly because then we get, you know, tracked down by the FBI and get shot. And it'll be like, by the way, I'm not suicidal. I'll never be suicidal. If I die, it's planned out. If I die, someone did it. I didn't. I never did it. I will never be suicidal. I want this to be on record. Well, the people who usually say that end up dying. That's why I'm not trying to say that. Well, I'm very happy with my life. Let me just say that. <laughs> um... But uh, make sure to rate us on iTunes, stream where all the podcasts are at, and apparently, like, we're not on iTunes because some shit happened, so we got to reconnect it. No, um, no, it is. Which... We, are, we are on Apple. It's some, I guess okay, maybe cool. someone didn't refresh their page or whatever. Dope. Well, um, other than that, any final words? Um, yeah, I mean, dude, once this shit blows up, dude, I mean, it's going to be so much fun, like, making videos. Dude, us. we're going on tour. We're going to fucking go on tour, visit cities, have like crazy shows, do shit with fans. And then we'll the, thing, the thing with the tours, dude, they can be theme related, like conspiracy theory tour. And then like everybody Fuck, buys. Yeah, like, everyone show up with a tinfoil hat. Exactly. You get 10% off your ticket and we're all fucking, dude, we're taking over. Tinfoil <laughs> hat. Too great. You know what I'm saying? Tinfoil <laughs> hat tour and everybody fucking wears tinfoil hats. <laughs> tinfoil hat merch. <laughs> and we're drinking like tiger blood on stage and shit like that and getting yes, executed sir. by eels. Everyone, get their alkaline sea moss. And I'm going to try to fly on stage. <laughs> Damn, you know what so I'm funny. I'm going to try to shoot flames out of my like, arms like, on stage. Little... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to cook this popcorn in my hands. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, fuck. We come out oh, in capes. so funny. We come out in capes with a fucking lights down and music. <laughs> <laughs> god damn dude i'll be so yeah i mean we're gonna be doing a whole bunch of crazy shit so that's it'll be so fun once this blows up it'll be it'll be a lot of fun but um yeah guys love you guys like i hit it catch you in the next episode